This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. for people who don't already know you. Yeah, um, so my name's Dylan Shanahan. I, uh, I'm the master of robots, uh, according to an episode I did with Amoeba way back when. I work for a robotics company. I was recently promoted, and uh, I, I work on training people and using robots in their factories. We do any type of processing you can imagine. So probably something that's uh, involved in your life has been touched by a robot at some point. I think that's fascinating, Dylan. I'm. I, I, it's always such a great to have you on. Um, Thank you. Right away. <laughs> yes. Hello. Awesome. Uh, robotics yeah. is so much. It's so cool. We should do an episode about robots with you one of these days. <laughs> yes. We- Amoeba, didn't we do an episode with Dylan about robots? Uh, no, we did it without him. Yeah, we did an episode about robots, but it wasn't with him. <laughs> we did it without him. <laughs> it happens. It happens. It's all good. So how's everybody doing this morning? A little tired, but well, not that kinda, otherwise. kind of the constant state of being at this point. Yeah, well, I have a, a two-year-old that uh, she likes to stay up late, so... Oh my I... gosh, I have my little sister. Are we sure that's not my little sister? Oh no, wait, my little sister's three not two anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I miss those days when she was. I miss when she was. Well, she's a lot mine, easier to handle. Mine's almost three, and she runs all over the place, so I, I have a hard time keeping up with her. Dylan, uh, um, Rowan is getting so big. Um, that's Amoeba's little sister. She she, she blows me away because she talks to me on the phone, and she's like, I love you, Uncle Brian. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, – people haven't – because of the, the situation going on right now, people haven't seen Addie um, since before. So now they'll call her or they'll see her and uh, – uh, she's talking to them and they just kind of stare at her like, when did this happen? <laughs> Cute. Yeah. That's adorable. I'm drawing a bunny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are we talking about today? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got into my bunny drawing. It happens. Uh, today Those are important. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't wait to see the bunny on social media like we always do on this podcast. Yeah. Those uh, doodles. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. doodles is my favorite part. <laughs> it's become quite the gallery. Okay, anyways, so today we're going to have, we've got a great fun topic. Kids movies! Yay! Yay! All right, but first... But first we have to play everybody's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You, where we uh, take it in turn to talk about the nerdy things we've done over the past couple of weeks, and then we vote on them using the patented Mike Myler widget. Uh, we have a rule here that guest always goes first, so uh, Dylan, what's nerdy with you, my friend? Ooh, that is definitely tough. I've been racking my brain for this because I've been stuck at home for the past, God, however, four months, five months. I've gotten really into woodworking lately and electronics. Uh, I mean, I was before into electronics too, but I redid my entire patio. So now my daughter has like a little pool out there to, to kind of play in and stuff like that. Oh, um, but I've been trying to figure out how to create a bubble machine that uh, comes out of a cauldron. So it looks like you're in Harry Potter or something like that. And I thought adding some like uh, UV LEDs and stuff like that to make the bubbles glow would be pretty cool at night. So that's currently one of my projects that I'm working on. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I saw somebody do something sim- similar, so I was like, yeah, 
I want that. So that's that really awesome, Dylan. I'm awesome. I can't believe I have to follow that. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. Uh, I didn't think it'd be that tough. I I really wasn't sure what to talk about. Seriously, that is awesome. Thank you. That I can't awesome. wait. I can't wait to hear about like in the future the little projects you end up doing with your daughter. You're you're gonna have the best STEM house ever. <laughs> <laughs> she actually. Uh, she has yeah. been helping me since she has been really little with all manners of stuff. I actually just got her some like little kids woodworking things like hammers and screwdrivers and stuff yeah when i was little or when she was little so a little like a year or so ago i would be fixing things with a screwdriver and she'd take it and try to you know screwdrive and stuff and then my wife has some planters and was drilling holes for the um, drainage and so my daughter came up and took the drill and tried doing it herself you know and stuff like that it's definitely been interesting to see her try and start building things um currently most of that involves her using a hammer and just smacking stuff same with my little sister (laughs) yeah but i'm i'm looking for forward to the progress that's that's definitely one of the things i'm excited about i want to shout out i want to shout out to my friend mike and I'll, i'll put that on social media so he sees this but during the quarantine he has been posting the coolest stuff he's been doing with his family they do like they do a theme dress up every couple weeks where they pick like a movie and the whole family dresses up and they post it on social media but the the thing that that reminded me of is he posted pictures of him and his daughter re soldering a furby to a longer battery unit and they're setting it up they have a long furby that you can wear like a scarf oh my oh, god uh, furby centipede no oh my god what? that's terrible did i just hear a cat you did you heard you heard momo hi momo you know it's been a while since we've had the mascot on well yeah ever since i got archie he's she he she kind of stays out of here during the podcast but she tries to force herself in so um I'm looking for Cheshire, and I don't think he's in this room. He's probably outside, and now I'm sad. All right. So Dylan had a bubble machine. Hey, Brian, what's nerdy with you? (laughs) What's nerdy with me is right... Well, not what's nerdy with me, but right now, I just watched my dog take the... the, um, Walking down the hallway with the garbage... The dumpster key in his mouth. So can you guys... it, it's a it's attached to a thing, and he was carrying it down the hallway. So you guys just vamp for a minute while I go deal with this. Be right back. No problem. Right. So Brian has decided to delay his action, so he will go later on in the turn <laughs> order. Uh, I guess that comes up to me. What's nerdy with me? Hmm. What is well, nerdy with you? Well, lots of things, but uh, the nerdiest thing I did in the last couple of weeks, uh, I went to Vegas for a birthday party. Now that Vegas is back. Oh, Brian's back. Cool. Um, I'm in the middle of my turn, so when you come off delay, you'll go next. Okay. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, I went to Vegas for a birthday party for a coworker friend of mine who uh, who we were supposed to go in February, but everything shut down, so we went out there last weekend and had a lot of fun. Uh, everything's open. The security precautions are nice. The uh, it's it, it wasn't too it wasn't as bad as people have been saying it was going to. So yeah, a lot of fun. How about the weather? It was hotter than the surface of the sun. I think the I day we left, it topped out at 125. Oh, I, no. I don't know if this happens to you in Vegas, but when I go to Vegas during the summer, do you get that thing where your body coughs up all the crap it's been holding on to? No. I do. It's like being in the dry and the clean air. Mm-hmm. It's like my body decides to remove the extra lung it grew. Ah. <laughs> no, see, we didn't yeah. go outside unless we had to because it was like 117. Yeah. The main day we were out there. The worst part was at like 11:30 at night. It was still 106. Yeah. Oh, do you want to know what on earth is actually hotter than sun? What? Lightning. Yes, it is. Lightning. I well did done. not know that. Yeah. I yeah, know I that. read it in a fun fact book. I know what um what they call. I know what they call mineral lightning as a fulgurite. Mm. Oh, did you know that the that ball lightning is a thing? Yes, uh, yes, I did. I have video. seen it. Wait, Wait you, have you've seen, seen it? it or seen a video of I've it? I've seen a video. <laughs> so I was in I was in Hemet, California. I go in the backyard in the middle of the night and there is this crazy loud noise. I don't see it, but there's like it's like the sound went through me and I looked and there's these sparkly things dancing on the fence. Ball lightning. It was crazy. Okay, Brian, you need to stop going into fey infested areas, especially in <laughs> Yeah. Particularly Hemet. Yeah. Is ball lightning and St. Elmo's fire the same thing? Yes. Uh, I- yeah. I believe so. Wait, yes. wait, wait, wait. What was that? I need St. Elmo's Fire is not Saint the movie. Elmo? 
Not the movie. Yeah, but if you look up St. Elmo's Fire, you're going to get a movie. You're going to get a Emilio Estevez movie, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. From the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this doesn't look anything like Ball Lightning. All right. No, okay, it's it's more, so St. Elmo's Fire is more like what you see off of a, um, a Tesla tower. Oh, okay. It's created from a pointed object. You know, I've never looked up a picture of Ball Lightning on the internet. Let's see if it looked like what I saw. No, none of these pictures look like what I saw. Well, you uh, you shouldn't have been in Hemant then. All of these pictures are very, oh, all of these pictures saw look very fake. <laughs> I saw a fairy. They look like my pictures of Facebook. Okay, we just breezed by Amoeba saying she saw a fairy. She saw a fairy? In my yes. backyard. They were just playing in my in the tree I always climb. Nice. The fairy I, I saw had beautiful orange wings. Last time I saw a fairy, tried to get money out of me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I saw a fairy. I didn't interact with the fairy. I just saw it. I was like, that's a fairy. I'm and sure that's what Dakota wishes some, he did, too. Later I found some actual fairy furniture. That does not surprise me, considering your mom is a Smurf. <laughs> but yes, my mom is Smurf. <laughs> they probably got a village in their backyard. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, uh, I think I, yeah, I think we do. All right, so, well, we're still playing the game. Uh, my turn's over. Brian, you come off delay. <laughs> uh, let, me, let me change the initiative order, and you're good to go. Oh, that's the joke you were making. I didn't get it at first. First, I was like, okay, I'll just play along with this delay thing. And then you said, oh, okay. All right. My, Come on, was, man. I was on delay, though. I wasn't readying. So my, my initiative is now after yours. That's what I'm saying. I had to change the order on the board. I have been milking the crap out of this Mind Jammer game I've been playing. So we have a player who doesn't have the book. And I don't like pirates. So I'm not going to, like, send him stuff. So instead, so he doesn't have the skill system or the stunt system for the game. So I've been making a, I made a spreadsheet where I put all the skills in an array and laid out all the stunts. And now I'm putting in the description of each stunt in the comments. Wow. It's taken me forever. Yeah. Um, but a I'm, I started. Usually so I does. To, oh, and I'm, um, I'm ha- uh, honorable mention. I am halfway through peace talks. I haven't started yet. So don't say a damn word about it or I'll find you. <laughs> <laughs> I am referring to book 16 of the Dresden files i am halfway through i am reading it not listening to it i understand that people were complaining that james marsters forgot how to pronounce ramirez and hasn't been doing his voice the same way he did it in the past but that's all i know i i i I probably will be listening to it soon it just depends on when the person who whose audible account i use gets it Your grandfather, Papa Milton. Oh, okay. I wasn't Uh, sure if that was a serious answer or where we were going with that. (laughs) (laughs) I was really really concerned for a second. (laughs) Oh, you thought I was like your mom? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I was like, well, I guess there's an inside joke there. I don't know what to do with that one. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they were being quite serious. (laughs) Yeah, I I got that afterwards. I was just like, whoa, okay, Brian. Wow. So, um, yeah, um, Mind Jammer is a role-playing game that is post-human science fiction. It's based thousands of years in the future. In this game, I am playing a combat robot named T0.77777777. He goes by um, the monikers of seven. Yeah, leave her alone. He goes by the monikers of seven sevens or Todd. Todd. I like that. That's very um, Monty Python of you. Very, yes. Well, (laughs) T.0 Seven seven. So lead speak. It's Todd. Todd. Yeah. Actually, it'd be taught, but yeah. It's two thousand years in the future. Lead speak has evolved. <laughs> the premise of the game, the suggested premise of the game, go in any direction, want the way you run it. The premise of the game is that um, it's thousands of years in the future, and the the core planets that include Earth are called the commonality. And thousands of uh, like two thousand years ago, they sent out hypersleep colony generational ships. And a hundred years ago, faster than light travel was discovered. So when people ventured out with faster than light travel, they found that the galaxy was teeming with humanity and some of that humanity was barely recognized as humanity because of genetic engineering or cybernetics or etc and the commonality's response is oh you guys came from us so you have to rejoin the commonality and some of the cultures are like yes and some of the cultures fuck Oh, there is. I am putting a dollar in the nerd podcast radio. <laughs> <for sure. laughs> 
How hey, many uh, doors have, how many, never mind. Interdimensional portal fuel is not free. Yes. Uh, well, that, <laughs> it um, fuels through the collective F-bombs. My, my curse jar, yeah. my curse jar has $6 in it. Mom's uh, curse jar, I think it might, um, let me, let me see real quick. I'll be right 302,292. back. 302,292. I was going to yeah. say, it's hit critical yeah. mass, hasn't it? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I think. Well, I think. How, how do you think they paid for their game? Fair enough. <laughs> 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 so, um, that was mine. Amiibo, what was nerdy with you? Oh, what's nerdy with me? Um, so, what's nerdy with me is cosplay. Oh, I've really? Doing, I've been doing cosplay lately. Nice. What are you cosplaying as? Five minute Freddy's characters. I've actually made a whole slideshow of pictures of me cosplaying. Oh, wow. Now, I haven't well, heard the, much about this. This is, this is the so, first time it's come up on the podcast. I, um, but your mom mentioned a little bit. She said that it's not just you, it's like your friends too, right? Um, no, it's not. No, I just challenged my friend to do a glitch trap cosplay with me, and since it was Ona, she was like, "Okay." So tell us a little bit about Five Nights at Freddy's because we're old and not real familiar with the franchise. <laughs> and welcome to the wormhole. <laughs> so here we go. Five Nights at Freddy's is an indie horror game featuring the mascot Freddy and his friend Bonnie, Chica, and there's several versions of them. There's even more animatronic, like Circus Baby, who is supposedly possessed by Elizabeth Afton, who is the daughter of the killer who murdered children in the 80s. Okay. This is a kid's game? <laughs> yeah, this uh, doesn't sound great. Alright. And so the children murdered possess the animatronics and go to try to kill you. And you have this to... This is a wonderful it. kid's game. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> And so you've got nightmares to nowhere. You've got to manage power. And so you, in the first one, you've got to manage power. In the second one, you've got to multitask, like between flashing your flashlight down the hall, wearing, the, putting on the mask, and winding the box. And then in the third game, you just you have to like manage dealing with phantom animatronics can't kill you but they give but they like debuff you uh, animatronic yes and some of the human characters too oh wow huh. so, all right so what i'm actually working on right now is lulbit is what lulbit i'm gonna okay, send I'm an gonna image. This up. i'm gonna send an image in the chat that works too um so they figure that out oh my god that is terrifying wow okay that is a good. scary fox but, animatronic oh. i'm uh, oh jesus okay why did the so okay dylan you you are the robot person i'm gonna ask why would people designing children's animatronics give them sharp teeth are specifically designed um, to cap children. That's a good question. I don't like this at all. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just realizing that the thing that Amoeba is really into is like your worst nightmare. <laughs> so, um, so the animatron, so the fun time animatronics, which is the line that Lulbit's part of, are actually designed to specifically capture children, basically kidnapping. Who made this place? William Afton, the murderer. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, who designed the game? Scott Coffin. Wow. You know, the only thing I can think about this when I'm looking up Five Nights at Freddy's... burning in hell so I, I i've seen pictures and everything i i just imagine this is somebody had a really bad experience at chuck e cheese <laughs> yeah and and this was the result or someone <laughs> was taking some things they shouldn't be taking before I, going I, to chuck e cheese i really like <laughs> right? the, i like i like the concept of a horror game for kids i think that's cool but i think it's a children's game yeah but i, I think that's fuel. really neat yeah, I, yeah. I mean, i've world. experienced pretty horrifying also books and there's actually a children's activity book i mean it's i mean kids are gonna watch what they're gonna watch and if you provide them with a horror game that's designed for kids they're not gonna watch the stuff that they shouldn't watch like nightmare on elm street yeah i disagree but okay well i think i I, I sought that stuff out when i was a kid i i mean i really really did and it terrified the crap out of me poltergeist was the worst i couldn't go in bathrooms (laughs) so um the way i discovered five minutes at freddy's was my friend recommended me to game theory my 
friend Teresa recommended a game theory to me because I was obsessed with Kirby. And so we were just walking home together, and I was like, hey, by the way, what is Kirby? And we had a discussion, and then Teresa said, oh, MatPat did a video on that. I'm like, who? And then Tree and so Teresa came over to my house, and we watched Game Theory together, and I became obsessed. And I found FNAF. Do you know there's a VR version of it? Yeah, Help Wanted. It looks utterly terrifying. Yeah, especially with, that's actually where Trap's from. He's William after consciousness preserved in as code. Okay, singularity. This game has a ghost in the machine. That's okay. Now that led into my nightmare fuel. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is so collect case. And so. William Afton, who's now a glitch trap, can actually talk can talk to beta player beta tester play as through their mind to like make them carry on his legacy. I I am I am so happy that this came up on this day. <laughs> um, so okay, my turn now for intro stuff. Um, I'm looking at the outline. Um, voting. It is time for that. Um, how many of how many people of us are there? There's four. Correct. So that's five widgets. Okay. So Dylan, you have five. Who do you give them to? I am tallying. Oh, geez. Um, I'm I'm gonna give two to Amoeba because as utterly terrifying as Five Five Nights at Freddy's is, I love the cosplay idea of animatronics. So it just kind of goes up my alley. Um, Brian, I'm gonna give you two because the uh, I I ended up looking up that game and it looks freaking awesome. And then yeah, Mindjammer's gonna... really cool. Well. well well, maybe if we have a little time in the bonus episode, I'll I'll talk a little bit about it. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, uh, the transhumanism idea is, is uh, I love that. I, I think it's great. Um, and then, David, I'm going to give you one because you went to Vegas in the middle of the summer. Right. And um, Thank you. I have I've never gone to visit to Vegas for for pleasure. It's always been for work. It always ends up being in the summer mm -hmm. and I would never choose to do so willingly. <laughs> so uh, one to you, my my good sir. Thank you. Thank so you. I'm going to go back to the original order and I am going to give. Oh, sorry, Mabel. What were you saying? Imagine the people live there. Oh, I know. <laughs> they don't like. Oh, it I lived in Hammett. I can imagine it's hot. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, you, you, you lived in Hammett to too, it, maybe, but, but you probably don't remember. No, I was a little. I lived yeah. in. Hammett. I mean, after a little bit, you sort of get used to it, so it's not as bad. But yeah, no. You no. stay in air conditioning a lot. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Um, I'm going to give um two widgets to Amoeba, and three to Dylan. Um, I think that. You're, I mean, during quarantine time, focusing on something like cosplay is super great. And um, I was so impressed by your knowledge of this game, Amoeba. It is encyclopedic. Um, <laughs> Dylan, everything you do boggles my mind because I've never, I've always been more of a software person than a hardware person. And your electronics know-how is cool and goes beyond the pale. Um, and well, trust I, me, it, it took a while to get there. I blew up quite a bit of stuff. So you always get bonus points for having the robot arm that rocked your baby too. I mean, that just permeates through all <laughs> what's nerdies with you yeah still one of my favorite videos i wish i could still what do you um, need a break uh no the robot arm's fine uh my daughter just won't sit still long enough to be rocked by it uh <laughs> yeah that would be an issue and um david uh yeah i'm gonna give amoeba two and uh, uh brian you get one and dylan gets two um, so Amoeba is last and we have, we're, we're starting with Dylan has four, David has one, Brian has three, Amoeba has six. So Amoeba, you're the decider. You have five widgets. Where are you going to put them? Well, I'm going to give one to Dylan because bubble machine. I'm going to give two to David for Vegas. Hey, thank you. And... Two to Uncle Brian for Todd. That was very well done because you still win. <laughs> I, when was the last time you won What's Nerdy with You, Amoeba? Oh, gosh. Uh, last time she was on? Well, last time, well, she's always on. She hosts right, the show. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, it's been a long week. A long um, couple weeks. Yeah. I think that might have just been a Berenstain Bear type of situation. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, um, I probably. Probably when Amoeba did the um, the Neil deGrasse Tyson episode, that one that I wasn't on. That was yeah. that was great. He had such a good get. <laughs> yeah, he, he was amazing. So um, yeah, you win Amoeba. Yeah. <laughs> 
all the are they still radioactive no we cured that ages ago we have actually gone past that um i think what was happening to act nature of the widgets just like an incubator page um we are now they are now fully sentient um yeah the um fortunately i mean if you get enough widgets they start working like a hive mind is that fortunate because in sci-fi that there's there's two ways that can go well amoeba amoeba found a solution for them because she's been she's been involved with the interdimensional trade and i mean it it really worked out because the interdimensional um uh, official currency is widgets Oh, yeah, we just kind of lucked into that one. Yeah, and I, I mean, and and there's a there's a council of Mike Myers Milers that distribute the widgets all over the <laughs> the, the multiverse. Mike Myler, I feel that like he's my now, enemy for some reason. That is now canon. <laughs> I've had a concept. We will have to. We will have to um, do um, a, a, do an episode where we have the council of Mike Milers on. That would be that would be fantastic. If we could get an appointment, that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Really hard, yeah. It's really, really hard to get an appointment. God, I was waiting for like a couple. She just cut out. It happens all every now and then. We have technical difficulties. I mean, yeah, we I are, think we, we lost are, you, Amoeba. We are, you know, traveling the length, breadth of space, space and time. And time. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually waiting for a couple years, and I just had some headphone troubles right now. <laughs> Welcome back. Hi. <laughs> you know, I um, I've always had a problem with Mike. I've never met the guy or talked to him. <laughs> But uh, just the fact that he continuously screws with uh, any chance of me <laughs> writing a program for you guys to do this uh, <laughs> widget counting. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's like, it, yeah, but you know, the negative widget was Amelia's idea. Yeah. Yeah, it was. But it spurned off of what Mike started. So, it you was, know. Um, I can't quite I, remember know, how that and, worked and, out. You know, if, if what would be amazing if we could have a cloud-based system where, where viewers could vote you you could do that but you would have to set a timeline for after an episode airs i was thinking we would just yeah just have it be so there's like a separate voting that way we see what viewers think should have won or we or we would have to record live yeah or we have to we've done that well um when we did um what was that convention we went to Uh, maybe the one that you found oh gosh was it the arizona one yeah yeah that um the um, Five Nights at Freddy's Funtastic Fun Con. Oh. Or no, was it Fafin Fafantastic? Fafantastic. It was it was some FNAF. Yeah. Why I really want <laughs> some FNAF convention. I don't know. I'm so, so many podcasts yeah. that are just FNAF. FNAF FNAF Task Con. Yeah, FNAF, no, I'm, 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 I'm yep, good. You guys you guys have fun. I'm I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the coming. fence on that one. You're pointing my finger gun at you. You're coming. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Finger gun. Look, that is like six layers of my personal hell, and I really don't want to go. <laughs> no, you're going. You're going. You're going. You're going. Will, you'll, you'll just black out. You'll wake up in an animatronic costume. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, you know, that's like not you'll one of the things I'm terrified about. Sure. Let's go with that. Whatever you do, uh, go, go to the back. Well, when in Rome. Whatever you do, don't do that. Look, irrational fears are irrational, damn it. <laughs> Don't go to the back room because that's where serial killer did all his murders. Oh, perfect time, everybody. Perfect time for murders. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, I'm not the murderer, I swear. What was their topic again? A kid's movie. Kids movie. <laughs> the furthest thing away from what we were talking about. <laughs> yes, exactly. I don't know. Kids' movies can be awfully traumatic. I have some some deep scars from watching horses drown in swamps. <laughs> Ooh. What movie was that? I can guess what movie that is. I, I can honestly guess is. what movie that is. No, there was a movie in the 80s, and it was called Never, Never Ending, Ending Story. Story. Yes! It oh, my God! The, it had one of the best musical endings ever. Never Ending I- Story. Yes. Oh, my God. I was so sad when it ended, though. I was confused. So sad. I was like, you told me the story was never ending, but you just ended it. Well, then it started again in Never Ending Story 2, but we don't talk about that. Nope. No. <laughs> you know that actually was one of the uh, the movies I thought of when when you proposed this to me, Amoeba. Was Never Ending Story? Really? Because I used I used to watch that all the time as a kid. That was a good one. It was. So, um, um, Dylan, um, we're you're you're our guest, so you get uh, you get the first question, Amoeba. What is the question for Dylan? I'm 
muted myself accidentally. <laughs> that is your your job as host to mute yourself accidentally at least five times per episode. Right? It's really hard, but I muted myself accidentally. So, anyways. <laughs> Yeah. So, Dylan? Yeah, yep. Dylan. <laughs> Sorry. My You're brain's good. somewhere else. All good. I think my brain is in another dimension right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was weird. It just had, I had this like weird, like double thing in my audio, like hearing two people talking at the same time. That was strange. <laughs> it was like Amelia's voice and my voice at the same. That was, oh man, that's like giving me shivers. Okay. Um, what were you saying, Amoeba? <laughs> uh, Dylan. Um, I forgot what I was gonna ask. Give me like five seconds to remember it. Oh, oh, I got it now. What kids movie was the most traumatic for you? Oh, the most traumatic. That's that's a hard question. Uh, like like Brian was saying, Never Ending Story had that one that one point. Um, with the uh, with the horse dying, but I think the one that I I didn't like the most was um like We Are Back. If you guys remember that movie, I do not. Oh God, I don't think I've I, ever heard of it. I highly recommend not watching it as an adult. Fair oh, I'm watching it. I'm watching it. It's a it's an early '90s movie where uh, dinosaurs get resurrected and come back, and there's these two kids. Honestly, the story makes absolutely no sense. Um, but there's a portion where the kids go to this evil circus, and it's just utterly terrifying as a child watching these kids go there, and then they turn into monkeys for some reason. I don't know. I'm not doing the plot justice, but honestly, it doesn't self justice. As a kid, though, it's like FNAF. Actually. As a yeah, as a, it, it it kind of actually seemed like if I saw FNAF as FNAF. a kid, it probably would would appear similar to me. Honestly, that terrified me for of, of going. Oh, a circus for a long time. There is an evil circus in FNAF. Well, there we go. Circuses are evil. Stay away from them, kids. <laughs> oh, oh and speaking of movies, there's God is actually coming out with a FNAF movie. <laughs> Not watching that one either. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah no, it's that delayed. one... It's been cancelled, air quotes. Honestly, it's more delayed than cancelled. Well, they do that from time to time. But right now, the world is closed, so... Yeah, yeah, but that uh, that definitely had to be one of the, one of the ones that tra- traumatized me the most was that one. I have never heard of this movie before, but I looked at... I, I googled Wearback Circus, and there's this image of this, like, evil old man in front of a lightning machine, and it's, like, terrifying. Yep. And I'm Googling it. Yep, 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 yep. Um, Dylan, it is your turn to ask me a question. Ooh. Okay. Uh, yeah, what, uh... This is... What this is movie? animated? Yeah, it's animated. It's, it's a drawn one, so... Um, so, oh, Brian... That, that makes it, like, ten times less scary. Oh, no. No, no, no. It does not. <laughs> That's for me. I know. Your generation is like, it. it's not digital. It's so dated. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, I mean, if you think back, like, as generations grow older, right? Because, I, I mean, be. when movies first came out, people fainted when they went and saw, what was it, like, the slime or whatever? You know what I mean? now you watch it now and you're just like they put a booger on a screen that's what it looks like <laughs> so um anyway uh brian uh what movie has impacted you the most not disney oh okay i'm glad i wasn't I, gonna answer disney actually perfect <laughs> I, the only reason i do that is because disney has so many kids movies you know what i mean and it's always interesting to see what people will choose outside of those um the movie that impacted me the most has gotta be the first you know well, i'll just go with what the first one that popped in my head it's like i don't want to say it because it's so iconic um is labyrinth okay uh, when labyrinth? I was a kid, I oh, love with the I imagery of Labyrinth. And yeah. I think that Labyrinth um, affected oh, my entire like outlook on art and aesthetic. I think and, it did uh, for a lot of people. I got the coolest treat when I moved to Portland because there is a store here called the Fernie Bray. And they are friends with Brian Froud and have tons of samples of his artwork and sculptures and his wife's artwork and sculptures. And it's all like stepping into the Labyrinth and the Dark Crystal. That's pretty cool. Um, when I was a kid, my dad had this book called Gnomes, and it's the book that the David the Gnome series was based on. Okay. And I, I, it probably is why I love fantasy so much, because I used to go through it, and I loved looking at the pictures of the trolls. And when Labyrinth came out, I thought Ludo was a good version of the trolls from David. Okay. 
I wouldn't be surprised if that Scandinavian artwork um, um, inspired Brian Froud because there's so many similarities. He did his Goblins book a while uh, uh, later on, and it that dark Coruscant kind of artwork where it it has this he has really really clear contrast between colors where a green Goblin has like 50 shades of green and shading and just has that real angular design and how his fairies have um, so many acute angles that if you look at a fairy by Brian Froud, they're always angular. Like they always have cocked legs and um, the ears point out in angles. It, I think oh. my entire like outlook on art is based on Labyrinth and Dark Crystal. I saw Dark Crystal first, but I was much younger, and I think that was more traumatic than inspiring. Dark Crystal was dark, so yeah. I mean, there's that. Oh yeah, the, Dark Crystal not quite ten. Mom it, showed me that. There, they did that thing on Netflix, and I couldn't follow it. It's just it's so much hard. exposition and so much world building that I was like, I'm I'm lost. I'm completely lost. I will say though, I loved the behind the scenes stuff with it because yeah, I was more interested in that too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I freaking loved it. The way they put the costumes together. My, one of my favorite things was they used a toy tie fighter for one of the eyes for one yeah. of the, um, the, um, what's it called? The bird guys. Um, they did. Yeah. Yeah. They used it. They, they just took it and they put it in as an eye and they just kind of molded it in. Oh, wow. Neat. Yeah. They used a lot of junk. I thought it was kind of cool. So no, that's, that's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm surprised though, Brian, I, uh, I didn't think that Ludo would be the one that you would reference. I thought you would just go after, you know, David Bowie. So I have um, I have two Ludos. I, I, I Ludo's my favorite character movie. I mean, he's uh, cool. Yeah. And but my the, wife, and the I David Bowie intro on, on that. Movie. My I, mom I, I was more afraid of David Bowie <laughs> when I was a kid because of that. movie. I mean, he played a really good villain. Um, Erica, on the other hand, had the young girl impacted by David Bowie, Bowie. experience. Yeah. I, go ahead. Mom's favorite character, probably. Yeah. See, now I'm imagining Brian as a kid being terrified of David Bowie coming through the window, and I'm imagining Erica being excited David Bowie coming through the window. <laughs> right. <laughs> and glitter everywhere. Yeah, that'd probably be happening. <laughs> Brian terrified of it above the window. Mom, David Bowie comes through the window. I wouldn't be there. <laughs> David Bowie the third. Yes, sir. Um, so I I know these kids do this thing where they watch a movie over and over. Did you have the VHS that just got burned out when you were a kid? And which uh, one was it? It was uh, a Walt Disney film because we were that household. And uh, I watched uh, Aladdin until we burned out the VHS and had to buy a new copy. Wow, I, I, I nailed it. Which, um, do you still like that movie? Oh, yeah, I love that movie. Do you it's remember choice. watching it on repeat when you were a kid? Yes. It's one of the reasons I love the music and the just the the sheer amazingness and why I hated the remake so badly. Oh, I was going to ask about that. Oh, God, why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not... Go print your money somewhere else. <laughs> it's... It's not completely awful. Yes, it is. Uh, I mean, I definitely didn't like a lot of the changes that they made, but there were some things in it that that they did well. I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I agree with Dylan. I, David and I generally have this. What it happens all the time, where David will just say, "I don't like something," and I'll go, "Yeah, I liked it." <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> and fine. Go, and you're, you're entitled. Disagree, sir. You're, you're yeah. entitled to your opinion. I mean, it's yeah. wrong, but you're entitled. To it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the the way that I like to look at it's uh you know you can like both um if you think of them as two separate movies telling the same story then it makes it a little easier yeah, yeah. fair enough I, I get that and i understand people did enjoy it i personally can't stand it oh well i i love the original you know oh, yeah. nobody can ever replace robin let's nope. be honest he is no. a force of nature you know but but will smith did do a good job at bringing his own flair to the genie persona you know Amoeba, have you seen either movie? Have you seen the remake or the original Aladdin? Um, I've I, seen both. Yeah, what do you think? Um, I think I put the original. So well, that's the official answer, because <laughs> somebody who wasn't introduced to it when it came out prefers the original. I yeah. think the original is better. Well, they, I, I mean, are they used any? to do the um, the show, right, at Disneyland? And yeah. that was what they modeled it off of, was the original. So everybody kept going through that, you know? So yeah. I think can't the, beat a classic. I think the only live-action Disney remake that I think lives up to the original is Jungle Book. Mm. I thought the Jungle Book was good. I actually I, prefer 
the original. I was so happy because I thought it was a good homage to the original. And I've always been one for the original. I I preferred the I preferred the songs because they they just subtly brought in the songs. Except I want to be like you, and they didn't they didn't <laughs> make did the whole Louie and Baloo are friends thing. Yeah. What about the Lion King live action? I enjoyed it. Okay. I the um I I the uncanny valley in that is is gone. I, it's I kept on thinking that they somehow figured out a way to teach lions how to talk. Yeah. That was the thing that amazed me the most with that movie was just how how real it right it's ridiculous and to think that they're gonna keep doing movies like kind of move towards that yeah like like David said it is they're printing money <laughs> well it is Disney um I I watched the Lady and the Tramp one and we very much enjoyed it we thought that and I had to I hadn't seen the animated one so we had to watch the animated one before we watched it really? and um I enjoyed both movies I there was a little change that they changed scotty's gender oh um but i mean it's a dog barely noted yeah um but i mean they the entire attitude of the character and i and and because i i guess they just found a better voice actor they wanted to use a female voice actor so they changed scotty's gender um which is the great thing with voice actors you know what i mean And they added a lot more to lady and the tramp to make it because those old Disney movies, a lot of them are just a collections of songs. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if they remake the Aristocats, the Aristocats, they're going to have to add in a story because Aristocats I doesn't was really have one. Just thinking of that movie too when you said that, I was like, oh yeah. I watched that for the first time too. Heather was like, you've never seen it, so I watched it, and I'm like, it's just That's songs. Wrong with you, Nothing Brian. really happened when yeah. my Disney experience as a kid was The Rescuers and The Great Mouse Detective. I was pre-renaissance oh the great mouse detective was also traumatic as a the kid that was the rescuers is good i love the rescuers i love the um the albatross i can't think of his name you know the only thing i'm thinking of is the the seagull from uh from little mermaid but but i know that's not right orville uh, yes orville the albatross orville um, scale wise he wasn't big enough orville elephant Orville the albatross and the rescuers, the the bird that they flew around on. I know. He wasn't. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're talking about compared to, to them? Compared to an actual albatross, because albatross is freaking big. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have one of the longest wingspans of bir- all birds. They, I mean, condors beat them, but still, they're freaking big. I, yeah. I think if you want to get an idea of what a dodo looked like, <laughs> you Second see an slide. albatross. <laughs> yeah. Were dodos flightless? Uh, I think that was just a joke that most of the moves do. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I know that um, dodos yeah. actually didn't taste good, and they, they probably flightless. wouldn't have gone extinct if it wasn't for the um, Galapagos tortoise. Hmm. Because because Galapagos tortoise were so delicious, they would cook stuff in their fat and make it edible. And that's why yeah. dodos went extinct because the Galapagos tortoise existed, and they would they would use Galapagos tortoise fat to um to um cook dodos. Oh, that, really? Yeah, that's interesting history. That yeah, is. Galapagos tortoises were basically used like food stores because they could live a really really long time without food or water, so they would just put one in a ship, and it would be a they they had a water reservoir in them, so they would basically be a emergency food and water supply in a ship. Oh wow! And they were delicious. They they were they were probably one of the most delicious meats ever conceived. You could cook anything in their fat and make it edible. Oh really? Yeah, I got this from um, today. I found out the YouTube <clears throat> channel. Oh wow! I I don't know the name of the article off the top of my head, but it was an article that Carl Smallwood wrote, and it it he he's done a few articles about birds that went extinct. And there's dead. Um, I'll I'll link to it in the show notes. Yeah. Well, I looked them up on Wikipedia. They are flightless, so they were also apparent. I mean, I would assume they were easier to catch. Um, if you do happen to look them up on Wikipedia, though, the picture that they use is hilarious because that bird just looks pissed. So, um, it is um David's turn to ask Amoeba a question. Oh wait. 
Did I did I lose my mic? I'm 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 No, I can hear you. But David, are you there? David's gone. Oh, we lost him. Did he um I think he sent something to the chat. No, he didn't. Oh, I thought I saw something. Oh, he sent uh, it to the Facebook chat. Oh, what did he say? He said I pressed a button on my keyboard and my computer shut off. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> uh, that's nice to lose somebody to a an actual like computer fault and not being whisked away by the extra dimensional portal. Yeah. He said it did it again. I'm assuming he's pressing the power button, but we'll see. Okay then. Um Dylan, you can ask Amoeba a question. Oh boy. Um okay, Amoeba. Um do you do you and your family have like uh traditions that you guys do where you watch a kid's movie maybe like a certain time of the year or for a certain reason? Amoeba? I think she's muted. Yeah, I think you might be is she no, I think we lost her too. No, I I was muted. Oh, oh. <laughs> But, um, yeah, me, mom, me, mom, dad, and Rowan, we all sit down on the couch and we watch Hocus Pocus every year on Halloween. Yes, that was my mom and my tradition, too, on Halloween. I love Hocus Pocus. It's amazing. So I, uh, my mom did a birthday party for my dad when he turned 40. Um, my dad's birthday is in December. Uh, so she threw it at Halloween, had him help set up the whole party. And then when they sent out invitations, she slipped something in saying, it's also my husband's surprise 40th over the hill party. Um, so he had no idea about this. The reason I bring that up, my mom actually dressed up as the lead, the lead witch for that movie because she loved her so much. And then my dad dressed up as Billy the zombie. Billy the zombie. Yep. Billy the zombie. Brian, you, this is a problem. I, I thought Anthony was the issue with the movies. There's, you need to get on the level. That have fun the podcast and talk to me. I have not seen <laughs> and no, I have not stoned. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tombstone is a mic thing, so <laughs> you should just not watch that, though, and uh, just keep getting mic ticked every time he says something. Oh, I think David might be having serious computer problems. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Maybe Skype on phone. Well, that's what I'm on. And you sound great. Oh, thank you. I try. Um, so, um, Amoeba, it is your turn. We're now going outside of order. You can ask anybody a question, and we can um, then that person then asks a question, and we jump around. We probably have time for one round, Robin. Without David, we might have time for two. Do we lose her again? Nah, she's probably muted. I don't see her muted on the... Uh, no. Sorry, the controller that I have muted me, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, she's muted share. off of the Skype. Off of Skype, yep. I've got a fun memory to share okay so um remember when remember when we went on the very first episode when i accidentally muted myself when i accidentally closed skype and then i had to skype on my phone yeah we had we had to do that thing where you sent me the recordings and then i had to do edits and then we had to figure out we had to re-record a couple things because we lost some stuff well, yeah, it was like the audience our, didn't tell. We didn't we'll have the guest. The re- we didn't have the guest for the re-recording, so um, Michael had to do the voice of the guest. It was uncanny. It, it, and <laughs> that was Mike. Yeah, that was Mike. You can't yeah. tell. He really I, sounded I, like a woman. You gotta admit, it was really impressive that Amoeba was able to get us Chris Hardwick for the first episode. <laughs> I know, right? You're welcome. Yeah, I, I, no one ever thought to post on the on the Nerdist corkboard because it was Nerdist back then before it was ID10T. Yeah. Believe Smart it or not, children. Believe it or not, a baby doll face can get at you a lot. That's the reason why <laughs> our podcast has two hundred thousand listeners a week. My baby doll face, even though they can't see it, they they can feel it happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you've posted on before, haven't you? Um, well, my well, mom, I have, my mom I, posts yeah, for me. Yeah, Erica has to do all the posts for her because, you know. Sure. Yeah. Because mom doesn't want me um, to be, mom doesn't like me on social media, so I don't go on social media. Well, she's fact, just your. If I ever made my own account, she'd kill me. She's, yeah, that, she's just, just your media or your uh, publicist or whatever, that's all. But yeah, oddly enough, she's allowed to go on the extra dimensional portal as much as she wants. <laughs> Yeah, right. I can't you know go what? You have to have media, rules. So. Interdimensional portal. Oh, geez. I'm gosh. Oh, remember that time I actually went and I, I remember that time I went that I. Oh, no, wait. Never mind. Um, confidentiality. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Confidentiality. I don't want to get arrested. Hello? Oh, and and we have and David. It's Yay! Welcome back, David! <laughs> oh, man. I, did, I don't 
I don't know what happened. I think you pressed the power button. <laughs> I think you have some kind of short that's affecting your power supply because possibly the pressing any key that's 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 rough. Yeah. Well. Okay. Backstory. Some. Uh, some. I, I noticed that there was some moisture on my keyboard this morning, so I think something spilled and soaked my keyboard. Mm. So it was kind of acting funky and typing extra letters, and now it's just like not working at all. So. Well, let's hope that changing out the keyboard. Yeah. Fixed- the problem is, is I have to go get one. Yeah. It's. Is it a laptop or a desktop? It is my desktop. Oh, so. that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's it, not the end of the world. I just have to actually go get one. It, it, good thing it's not. Worst case scenario, you might have lost your USB bus. Uh, possibly, but the mouse maybe. still works and everything. Yeah. So. Oh, that's good. So yeah, you probably just lost your keyboard. I mean, yeah, I think it's just a keyboard. You might be able to just put it upside down for a night. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it was a ten dollar keyboard. I'm perfectly okay with just writing it off, buying a new one. I have <laughs> this very pretty, nice keyboard. It's a fire rose one, and it lights up all these pretty colors. And nice. I've got a mat that, like, the edges of it is, like, change color. That's pretty cool. I love RG keyboards. Those are awesome. I just can't justify spending that much on so Like, I've had this keyboard all of, like, five months. And I bought one of these things. So. Erica's nerdy thing last episode was she got an RGB mouse pad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's was... what I was talking about. I'm on mom stuff. I have an <laughs> RGB mouse. Uh, oh, really? Um, yeah. Mom has a Microsoft mouse. It's great. Have... Her pink one, her brand new pink one broke. I have a Logitech oh. RGB with macro keys. It's got a 10K on the thumb side of the mouse, and I can use that in games to do to do macros. Nice. Um, I also use it for... The reason why I bought this mouse is because it has a um, um, a button on the top that lets me um, lower the speed of my mouse to a crawl. Yep, the Logitechs are great for that. Yeah, so I can push the button and use it for fine control in Photoshop and stuff like that. Yep. I, awesome. Since I've gotten this mouse, I almost never use my Wacom tablet. Um, Wacom? Yeah, it's a pressure-sensitive tablet for drawing. Oh! Pressure stuff. My mom actually got me, uh, well, gave me one of her old stylus for my doodles on the Chromebook, on my Chromebook. Nice. So personally, I prefer to use IBS Paint X on my phone. It's really easy to use and it's really fun. We will have to do an episode on technology that Amoeba uses because every t- every episode she's like, oh, and I got this app that does this and this and this. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're so far ahead of me. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, I got, also, I got the new Gotcha Club, uh, Gotcha Life game, Gotcha Club. I, I, okay. I am not even going to Google that because I have a sense that that will take me down a rabbit hole. Oh, um, no, it's, no, it was a rabbit hole it's just, game. It's just this dress up game that like. But customization is ultimate. Okay. Like, it's basically like here's the world. Do with it as you please. It. I'm having like, flashbacks you, you to. Um, I'm having flashbacks to Gaia Online, looking yep. at pictures of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Those are that was the day. Um, yeah, it was really great. And like you can make and like you can make scenes and like little and with screenshots you can make little cartoons with your characters. Okay. I have I have some. I I'm gonna make a reference and I want to see if anyone gets it. Just to be fun. I'm sorry. Maybe you're probably not going to get this if you if you do it surprises. Speaking of Gaia Online, does anybody know who Moldy Lunchbox is? Moldy Lunchbox. I've heard the name before. I don't remember exactly what it's from. I've it, seen it, a Moldy um, Lunchbox. Moldy Lunchbox. <laughs> My name is Boxy, and have, you've never seen the Boxy YouTube video? Uh, I can't say that I have. Oh my I've God! Seen, I've seen Boxy a baby. Boxy video. baby. Boxy baby. Oh. All right. I have Neat. seen one of the videos. I, I just didn't re- understand the reference. People keep on just saying that I'm trolling, but I'm not trolling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Googling it. Oh, no. Ooh, wow. There is a lot of moisture inside this thing. All right. I think I found the problem. <laughs> That's what she said? Fair enough. All right, so Fair enough. <laughs> we have enough time to go around the topic one more time. So, Amoeba. Yes, please. Sorry about disappearing yeah. like that. Yeah, no worries. Amoeba. Yeah, it is, is like your turn, Amoeba. It is your turn to ask someone about kids' movies. Oh, I so, didn't answer the kids' question, did I? Yeah, yeah, you did. When? Yeah. Oh, Hocus Pocus. Pocus. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. Sorry. So I it is your. So, you, so pick your person and ask your question. Ooh, Hocus Pocus. That's a good one. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, Uncle Brian. Uh, what is your favorite movie 
as what was your favorite movie as a child? Uh, I other. I didn't have. I didn't the burnout chess. I watched things. Um, yeah, but you didn't have a favorite. Library. Well, I'm sure I did. Um, we went to the library. My favorite movie as a child had been The Evil Dead. Wow, you were not a typical kid. I like The Walk. I prefer The Walking Dead. So my aunt, Liz, um, had a big heart. We would put them on, and I would sit there with her asking questions about everything. So I was a Metacritic of horror movies as a six-year-old. Ha. Nice. But I would be like, who's that? And why are they screaming? And how, and why, why? And I, I remember asking her, it's like, why did the camera fly at his face like that? And she's like, oh, because he got possessed. Oh, but then why is he, when we watch the sequel, then why is he not possessed? Why is he going there with his girlfriend <laughs> again? Why are they repeating <laughs> everything? <laughs> oh, yeah, she had to introduce you to the remake. Oh, we watched Evil Dead and then we watched Evil Dead 2. The reason why, I just learned this. I just learned the reason why Evil Dead 2 is so similar to Evil Dead but it starts over and people were thinking it's a remake it's because they didn't have the rights to the original movie really I didn't know that they made the sequel they had to tweak things and kind of do it like a reboot huh I didn't know that that's neat yeah they didn't own the movie that they were making Like the first time or the second time? That's why the first movie is called The Evil Dead, and then the second movie is called Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2? That's weird. Interesting. That's nuts. I, I looked at Moldy Lunchbox Guy on and I did not get it. It's probably not. It's probably being filtered by your kid's filter. Um, I'm out. I'm on my mom's computer. So oh. <laughs> Moldy. Ah, off the um, shelf. Yeah, this is definitely not a kid's filter. Uh, I Googled it and I got pictures of boxes. All right. Um, uh, hopefully people don't mind. I just cursed in a foreign language because I screwed something up. Yay! <laughs> so my my turn to ask a I, So I shared my <laughs> my my insanely irresponsible childhood of being force fed horror movies. Um, I think if I w- actually, I'm going to answer the question for traditional. I think uh, Pinocchio. I just I just got something, but it was not what I. Oh God! I just got a spicy Cheerios. We what? are we are in a Google amoeba rabbit hole again. <laughs> I regret saying it. That's gross. I mean, this happens every time, Brian. You should have known better than that. Topic, Amoeba. (laughs) Sorry, just extra spicy Cheerios. (laughs) Um, I'm going to answer the question for your show movie. I think Pinocchio is a good choice. Yeah, I saw Pinocchio. Pinocchio is a good choice. I don't know. That's hard because there were so many movies I saw when I was a kid, like traditional kids' movies, (laughs) because my big ones were like. Or like Star Wars stuff. <laughs> right. Well, those were always good, too. I mean, uh, um, there's no <laughs> definition on what a kid's movie is, right? So, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I should have muted myself, but um, I just found something. So uh, my turn to ask a question. I'm going to ask Amoeba. Yeah. Are you there? Are you focused? Can I ask you? Yeah, you can ask me anything. Um, what is your favorite animated kid's movie? <laughs> is there an animated one? Um, and it doesn't have to be traditional animation. It can be digital. Stop, it can be stop motion. It can be stop motion. My favorite? Oh, gosh. I'm going to have to take a minute on that. I have a lot of really good ones. Anybody got an answer to that? Uh, my favorite animated movie of all time. Hmm, that's animated a really good question. for children. Right. Well, there are a lot of good ones. I mean, um, Frozen. Yeah, Frozen's okay. <laughs> Well, uh, you have to understand, I watched that on Rizzo for I reasons. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I, no, I love the sequel. The sequel is my favorite. I'm so happy they put that on Disney Plus because my daughter is now on that trip. I can play that. But uh, I love Frozen 2 just because it had so many adult jokes in there. Very good. I got it. Okay, what's what do you got to me? Mine is Act Secret Kellis. I, I don't even know what that is. I don't either. <laughs> it's like the Secret of Kellis is like about the boy who's like trapped in, who's like in a village and oh, me- Secret of the Kells. Yeah, that. Okay. okay. Yes. That. Yes. That is cool. the The imagery in that is just amazing. How they take the Celtic artwork and illuminations and like animate it. Okay. Neat. I know, right? It's just so cool. It's an international film too. Yeah. Right. Secret of the Secret of Kells. It's a 2009 French Belgian Irish animated fantasy film. It's 
it's amazing. I mean, I also like Song of the Sea. That's like it's like either Secret of Kells or the Song of the Sea. I can't remember. I haven't like, heard of Song of the Sea. It's like it's I don't know either of Song those. Song of the Sea is about the girl, like this girl and her brother, and the brother didn't know it, but their mom was actually a silky. Okay, I, yeah, I remember when that was the coming theme, out. The theme between the movies you like is interacting with fairy creatures. Yeah, <laughs> you've noticed the pattern there. So you like, yeah, the and and the alternative artwork. It reminds me of Studio Ghibli. Oh, Studio Ghibli! I love My Neighbor Totoro and Marion, and not Marion, but um, Kiki's Delivery Service. Service. Yeah, Kiki's. It's a good one. I have like, never like, seen a Studio Ghibli film. You have what? Get out! Oh my God! I have never seen Get out! Any. Yeah, Get you're, out. you're the new uh, you're the new Anthony. <laughs> uh, Anthony right, has seen Studio Ghibli films. Get out! I know that's that's what's Get surprising out. about this. <laughs> it's it, you know what they got really popular after after I you know it, it, if I was a little younger I probably would have gotten into them. You, I mean I still think you should. I mean like Princess Mononoke and Howl's Moving Castle oh, yeah. are two of my favorites. I remember it oh, came yeah. out. They were advertising all the celebrity voices and I, I just missed it. I wanted to see it and I missed it and I never saw any. Yeah, I I mean, I... You should go I through and watch them. I saw I the agree. Little Amiibo movie. Amiibo, what were you saying? I was saying, Uncle Brian, you've never seen a Studio Ghibli film? I have never seen a Studio That's Ghibli last film. Girl. Get out. I'm, okay, I'm out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> You should you should make him watch it the next time you guys are together. Oh yeah, I totally will. Do a Studio Ghibli uh, um, marathon. Yes, that'll be great. Tell him he he can come out. Yeah. Oh, he's AFK. So so oh, he really did leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he banished um, him. He's gone. Well, so on, on that track, really quick, Amoeba. I made him go. Oh god. <laughs> well, you you are the host. It's your show. So. Oh god, I didn't mean it. I was joking. I no, oh, he's just fine. I'm gonna text him. Oh, it'll fine. No, I'm texting him. Okay. Amoeba, have you seen? What are you saying, Dylan? I was asking if Amoeba's seen the Secret World of Arietti. Since we're on Studio Ghibli, I think she went to go actually text him. Oh, oh there she is. <laughs> I actually did go to text him. Yeah. So, so while we're waiting on Brian, oh have you? But yeah, you, I did him. Oh my god, he left. Amoeba, have you seen the Secret World of Arietti? No. That's a Studio Ghibli film. I think you would like. It's uh, it's a fairy I'm film. I'm going to write it down with my. I'm going to write it down in it in my notes to self. Yeah. With a lot we're back. Which one is that? The Secret World of Arietti. It's, yeah, what's it about? Uh, it's Secret like uh, borrowers meets um, like Tom Thumb. Becky. Oh, okay. But um, it's it's Studio Permission gotcha. to come back. Sounds interesting. Yeah. So it's Uncle it's Brian, the Japanese I'm version of that. Permission to okay. come back. I have permission to return. <laughs> Welcome back, sir. Oh, you know what? It is actually the story. Like it is the borrowers. Welcome oh. back. I'm sorry. It's, okay. it's just a Japanese version of the borrowers. That's what it is. And it's written by, uh, adapted by Miyazaki for Studio Ghibli. Nice. And it's the British dub marketing cinematic debut of Tom Holland. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> yes. Hello. Yep. I forgot what I was Never mind. So, um, yeah. So, I have actually found a, another version of our dimension where uh, that's totally different. We're like, I don't own the podcast. Oh, so we're out of time. It's time for yes, it's time that. for our final segment. Yeah, it's time for our final segment of Tales, Tales from the Extra Dimensional Portal. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Anyways, I'm gonna press the button and we're gonna listen to it now. In three, two, one. Oh, that was that was strange. I pushed the button and nothing happened. Um, huh. yeah. Did you break it? No, I, I I don't know. Yeah, so okay, right. we're back to our we're back to our podcast, the Snard Podcast Radio, and um, it was right. so good having Dylan and Amoeba on as guests today. Um, my aunt portal last time broke. Yeah, I, I think it might have. Um, oh gosh, so we don't have, any, don't have any alerts or anything, but we're how much is how much does it cost to fix portal? I. Well, we, you know, we have our funding source now, so... Well, it's not really a funding source. It's more like a technician, because ever since we had the doctor on, she's been giving me tips and some training on the side. We had the doctor on? <laughs> you know, you've with we the doctor. the doctor on? Yeah, well, and well, I wasn't there? 
at one version of the doctor because i mean I, I from watching the show i always expected the doctor to be british i mean this one was russian oh, oh that was weird me. we had the doctor on and i wasn't there yeah seriously i know it was my was, mom on yes she was <laughs> she was, she was <laughs> oddly silent while the doctor was here but um well, she was on the show fair, when, you were, when you were with said doctor we couldn't really hear anything that was going on so uh we were trying to get back in touch with you well it showed up on the recording but oh, she's right. been in touch She's been she's been um um EDP Ming me. Huh. You know what an EDP M is? I do not. Extra dimensional portal message. Ah, nice. <laughs> well, um, um, well, I'm jealous that you guys got to meet the doctor. Right, so well, everybody exotic is being that I was the only one who did. Exotic, yeah. exotic butters. See if that did the trick. We're trying to figure out a way to get the portal synced up with the TARDIS so we can have her on an episode again. Oh, okay. It, it's just, you know, she I... insists that the portal is a TARDIS, and I think that that misunderstanding is causing lots of intercompatibility issues. Yeah, well, the portal is it... not a TARDIS, and um, I am actually, after the episode, I'm going to get back to my antics. We will never make the claim that the portal is a TARDIS for legal reasons. Yeah, the portal is <laughs> not enough. a TARDIS. No, it is it is only used for homages to the shows we like. <laughs> no, and also I after this episode I'm probably going to get back to my portal antic. Uh oh. So I'm sorry for any lawsuits. <laughs> and I'm not covering them. So um. I'm just covering the lawsuits. That is all the time we have for today's show. If you want, if listeners, if you want to hear more about this episode, um, we're going to. Um, do a uh, bonus episode on the Patreon. If you're a member of the Patreon, you can sign up for a member of the Patreon and hear that. Uh, those start at the $3 tier. And um, Amoeba and Dylan will be joining us and we'll we'll have a little talk about the episode and a little bit about behind the scenes. Um, I really, really liked that episode. It was great to hear everyone's take on kids' movies. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad everyone was able to hear this episode of Nerd Podcast Radio. Yeah. Yeah, this is probably one of the funniest. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it, it, it's up there. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the waveform, and it, it it looks kind of strange. Before, I'll I'll find out what was going on after. I, I we might have had some portal interference, but we'll 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 see about that later. Um, yeah, anyway. I see um, I, 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 I think there might have been something. I there were I, a few times something. that it sounded like there was some double speak going on during the whole thing. Um, but you know, I just figured yeah. that was that was microphone problem. I left a, a box of microphone portal for oh. science. No, for fun. <laughs> <laughs> I well, at like least you're honest. Of, I left a box of them for no science and just because I wanted to. <laughs> and I think that might be messing up. I don't so, know. How does the portal deal? with metal. Well, it's not a microwave. I don't know. <laughs> well, if, um, it, if it was, Anthony has a lot more problems that he needs to be prepared for later <laughs> in life. So, um, quick question. Um, what will interfere with Portal? Um, that's a good question. I think we will answer that question in the bonus episode because we are, like I said, out of time. So, thank you all for being here. This was Super Vegan Brian. I was joined by David Theobald III. Bye, everybody. Um, our wonderful, um, our wonderful guest. Guest, Amoeba. Peace! And the master of robots himself, Dylan. Hi, guys. Fun. This has been Nerd Podcast Radio. Stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Stay awesome. Bye. Stay awesome. <laughs> Bye. Say goodbye, Amoeba. Bye. David, Bye. Cut a pop. Um, sure. <laughs>